so it's a pleasure being here once again tonight and um all scriptures will be read from the king james version bible and i would like to speak today on the topic if in your giving you are not sincere your gifts to you can be a snare so brethren this topic today will be very short right and as i mentioned earlier all scriptures will be read from the king james version bible and i'll start so brethren after having dealt with the aforementioned aspect of giving and its impact on one's relationship with one's creator and one's brethren we cannot direct our attention to dealing with financial hypocrisy and its impact upon one's destiny Relative to this issue, Acts chapter 5 provides us with a classic episode in which it is made abundantly clear that if in giving one is not sincere, one surely has good reasons to fear. Now, I will just give us a short rerun of what the scripture says, but on your own time, you can read Acts chapter 5 for yourself in detail. And this is how the story goes in Acts chapter 5. One Ananias and his wife Sapphira, having seen the respect that brother Barnabas earned as a result of his benevolent sacrificial gesture of selling his property and donating all of the money to the church's treasury as Acts chapter 4 verse 36 to 37 states, sold a property purportedly to donate the proceeds to the said treasury they did manage to sell their property but they could not countenance the idea of parting with so great a financial legacy and this is where their troubles started there they were brethren craving for the opportunity to glory in their hypocritical benevolence on the one hand while their love for money was militating against their willingness to dispose of so much bounty. At that point, something had to give, and give it did. After debating the matter for a long time without arriving at a satisfactory solution, Satan suggested the following proposition, and this proposition goes, There's no need to break your heart. Just give the church a reasonable part you surely win everyone's heart now having gained their rapt attention the deceiver continued this is satan now speaking to them no you don't have to mourn nor groan for the money is undoubtedly your own so just keep some small part at home so to Ananias and Sapphira, what was suggested was nothing but super. However, although in deceit they were efficient, in the knowledge of God they were surely deficient, not knowing that God was omniscient. So off to church, Mr. Ananias went. He did not wait for his wife that day. You can come later, or if you wish, you may stay at home for that matter. He chattered 
as he left his house for the last time. By this time, the Holy Spirit alerted the Apostle Peter and instructed him to confront the deceiver. Now this Ananias did not consider that giving to God is a serious matter. For once one trifles with one's maker, one is simultaneously alerting the undertaker. Now the song service and scripture reading were quite short that morning. The next item of the service was the receiving of the offering. With trembling hands, he relieved himself of his offering at the altar. At that point, the Holy Ghost manifested in Peter and exposed Ananias' deceitful behavior. And with no time for repentance, retreats, Ananias fell dead at Peter's feet. And without any acrimony, his was the shortest funeral ceremony. What a lesson we have here of the fruits of religious hypocrisy. Then in came Sister Sapphira, who, without hesitation, was accosted by the Apostle Peter, who inquired of her concurrence in this matter. Not knowing that her husband had earlier died, she hesitated not, but proceeded to lie. Without giving her a chance to retract, Peter then informed her that she was an accessory to Ananias' wicked act, then read to her her eulogy. Following this, she fell at the apostles' feet, and without any hesitation, the young men likewise carried her out and buried her next to her deceitful husband. What was the result of the episode shared today? Several things. But the following two are worth mentioning. All those who were there had a deeper level of reverential fear for God. And those who thereafter came to the Savior knew that Christianity was a very serious matter. Following this divine display, mighty miracles were wrought by the hands of the apostles and those who faithfully followed that way. So read Acts chapter 5 verses 11 to 16 and Acts chapter 6 verse 8. So, incidental to what was shared today is the fact that the services held by first century Christians lasted several hours. This fact can be gleaned from the fact that Sapphira came in some three hours after Ananias had died and was buried. Our one and two hour services, therefore, are surely a reflection of the poor level of devotion to God that one finds in Christendom today. Yes, brethren, while it is a doctrinal fact that God expects his children in particular and the world in general, to give to his cause, one must never forget that God looks at our motives even more than he looks at our gifts. Because of this fact, 
we are admonished to be circumspect as we exercise ourselves in the act of giving to God and to his cause. So as I close, brethren, tonight, finally and most importantly, we must never forget that God is far more concerned with the saving of our souls than with relieving us of our silver or our gold. Because of this fact, we must exercise great caution whenever we contemplate the giving of religious donations. For if in our giving we are not sincere, we surely have cause to fear, for gifts may well be to us deadly snares. So that's the end of my segment today, brethren. Remember that Jesus Christ loves you and I love you. Please have a safe and productive week and ensure that on a daily basis you spend time in the Holy Bible, reading its word to strengthen yourselves for what lies ahead for Christian brothers and sisters. Jesus Christ will be returning, brethren. And he will be returning soon. We must prepare ourselves for his return. So brethren, have a blessed and safe night. Love you guys.